0: Hello, and welcome to the Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis Show, aired every Wednesday night at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Kat Cannabis is the international best-selling author of Surviving Cancerland, Intuitive Aspects of Healing, and host of Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod TV Show. Together, we will explore cutting-edge insights and philosophies in health, wealth, and relationships. Cat's guests will be ordinary people with extraordinary stories. Now, here is your host. Kathleen
1: O'Keefe Cannabis. Welcome to the show, everyone. We're so glad you're here. We've been waiting for you all week. And we have a special guest today. I'm Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis, and our guest is Nancy Gutierrez of Nancy Land Kids. Do you have kids? Well, you're not going to want to miss this show. She's a singer, songwriter, and a children's book author. And Nancy inspires children with her see it, believe it, achieve it mantra. Through her five, yep, you heard me right, five award-winning, acclaimed Nancy Land books, she empowers children to be the best version of themselves and even reach for Mars the moon, and the sky. So Nancy finds inspiration in each of her children to write engaging and educational stories, and her style is whimsical and fun, which makes learning effortless. So welcome to the show,
2: Nancy. Yes, hello. Thank you for having me.
1: So Nancy, did I butcher your last name, or did I get it right as Goutier?
2: Yeah, that's perfect.
1: <laughs> Great. Well, Nancy, we're so glad you're here with us, and I'm going to tell you I'm very impressed with all that you do with children, um, and and how you inspire them with writing uh, to be enlightened. So, first of all, let's start out by talking about your your award wins. Tell, tell us a little bit about the award the award winning book you've written.
2: Sure. So, and what um, you know, they win. It's, um, the books have been um, recognized at the San Francisco Book Festival in 2013, the Hollywood Book Festival in 2013, uh, also the New York Beach Festival, and even the Paris Book Festival. Um I didn't submit all of them, but Roy G. Biv is mad at me because I love Pink and Mermaids on Mars really were the ones that were uh, recognized at, at these festivals. Um I haven't had a chance to submit the other ones for for the judges. But um, you know, been really getting a lot of great recognition. Uh, from the kids and um, and parents and teachers as I've been doing book readings uh, are locally here in San Francisco. So very excited about, um, you know, the reaction from uh, especially the kids. Those are my biggest uh, critics. Um, so, yes, very ha- happy with the books.
1: And, and were all your books published by Morgan James?
2: Yes, they're all published by Morgan James. I, I started self-publishing um, in the beginning when I started on this path of being a children's book author, um, and then I found mm-hmm. Morgan James, and they were looking to start their kids division of their uh, company, so I was really um, lucky to be discovered by them, and you know they've been really supportive and helped me publish um, all the rest of the books after the, the first one that I did self-publish.
1: Mm, that's, That's great. So tell us, how do you empower children to be the best version of themselves and to, you know, reach Mars and the moon and the sky? What is your secret?
2: Well, you know, it really started um, after I adopted my three children. I was just really inspired by their natural curiosities about the world around them. So that's how I actually started writing the books. I wrote it kind of in tandem with my kids' dreams and um, discoveries and what they were interested in. So, And it really helped uh, my children feel that their thoughts were, wow, good enough for a book. And, you know, so I always encourage kids every day. So I wanted to come up with Fun ways that resonate with kids to also teach them things as well. Because I loved growing up, and there was always a good moral to the story. So there's also a learning that empowers mm-hmm. kids as they read these books. So Mermaids on Mars, for instance, was really I wrote that for my kids because they were kind of wasting water, and I live in the Bay Area where we have a drought. And um, and you know, talking about water conservation to a kid is boring. Um, But by putting it in a a setting that really resonates with them, that's why I set it on Mars. I'm like, imagine if we lived on Mars, and they're like, there's no water on Mars, you know, and then put mermaids there that really kind (laughs) of, they're like, what? You know, so it really inspired them to want to learn through this fun story. And now it empowers them because now they have knowledge. And I always feel that when you really have, you know, knowledge, that gives you power, and that empowers them to want to learn more. So that's kind of how I got started with this.
1: That mermaid's on Mars. I, I I see this this beautiful mermaid sitting on a big red rock. <laughs> exactly. Anywhere you know, and it's it's a bit like the drought we are having. You're right. And then yeah. you know we're still. I I believe Mars is still in retrograde here. And that's affecting us on the Earth plane So isn't that interesting But uh, how old are your children? Tell us, uh, you adopted all three of your children Is that correct? Yeah, all
2: three My daughter's the oldest She's going to be 11 uh, She's 10 now, but she'll be 11 in July My son Julian just turned 9 And Jude just turned 8 And Jude mm-hmm. and Julian are biological brothers So that's kind of a special story and That they'll have forever in their life And um Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was there at the birth for all three of them, and, um, you know, they inspire me every day, um, and I am continue to write books for them. Oh, that's, that's so beautiful. So, you know, um, you told
1: me that, that uh, manifesting your dreams and following yeah. your dream is a really, really important part of your life. We were talking yeah. about that, that earlier. So, you know, give yeah. us a little insight into these, these dreams that, that made a mm-hmm. difference.
2: Well, you know, I, I, at first I never knew that I was really manifesting my dreams, but for 25 years I've worked in visual merchandising, and so I kind of fell into that job after college. You know, my, my path was really advertising. I loved being in the creative world and doing fun things with words. Um, and, you know, so visual merchandising on its own, I remember it was like, you know, 10 years into the job, I'm like, wow, when I just see it, I, what I see, I put down on paper and I put it on a calendar and I believe it's going to happen. And, I, you know, so I was making my ideas work for, mm-hmm. you know, the gap and Pottery Barn. You know, all my visions that I saw, I would, you know, manifest for them. So I was like, you know, one day I was like, why don't I try this on my own? So I started in small ways just trying to, you know, meditate on things that I wanted and I narrowed it down to three things it's to you know write children's books you know sing songs and be a good mom and so I started focusing on these things every day, and it was amazing how many people came into my life uh, that could help me on this path to writing, you know, helping me get the books published. For, like I said, pr- first I did them self-publish, and someone just mm-hmm. appeared in my life and made it so easy for me to, of course I can publish my own book. So it was funny how the more I just um, believed in myself and believed in my own visions, that they manifested themselves. And that's where I am today with the five books. In uh, a mm-hmm. short amount of time, it's pretty much been like five years. And mm-hmm. uh, now my, my movie, my animated movie that I made, turning one of the books into an a animated short. So it's been exciting how when you do focus and meditate on your dreams, they could come true. And so that's kind oh, of with I my kids. I always, dreams I, yeah, I believe yeah,
1: dreams, dreams come, come true. true. They yeah, do so I, come true for you. So tell us about your animated movie. That's exciting.
2: Yeah. Well, so Mermaids on Mars—I just always love saying that title. You know, it started out as a simple mm-hmm. book, just teaching kids about water conservation. But then I was like, "Wow, Mermaids on Mars—it sounds like a musical." So I was, yeah. uh, you know, trying—you know—in my dream world—is coming up with a way to merge my love of creating songs and writing songs and books. So I'm like, "Why don't I turn it into a musical?" And so I started mm-hmm. writing the songs for it, and I could just, you know, visualize these singing mermaids and a singing Martian, and Uh, you know, to make that story bigger. (laughs) And then I, you know, so I made some storyboards and I brought it to a Bay Area animation company and they liked my story so much that we started working on it right away. And, uh, you know, it's one Best Animated Film at the Carmel Film Festival and the LA Underground Mm. and a few honorable Mm -hmm. mentions here and there. So it's, you know, still going in the film festival circuit and doing really well and well-received.
1: what a great story, what a great dream come true. So each of your children's books have a holistic approach with educational twists.
2: Give us, give yes. us an example. Uh, well, Genevieve's book is, you know, like most girls, she was young when I wrote it. Uh, she loved the color pink. And, you know, there were a lot of books out there about the color pink, but it was, you know, you really weren't learning about color. It was more just, you know, I like pink. And, you know, I, I really wanted to show my daughter's true spirit because she wasn't like girly girl that just likes pink. She really was, because um, now she's on to purple. <laughs> you know, she was really had
0: you know, a strong opinion
2: for, for her color choice. And I wanted to make this more of an empowering story. About how this girl really believes and wants to, um, you know, fight for her right for pink. So I said it with her meeting the meeting the rainbow, and how I learned the color of the rainbow was through the acronym uh, ROY G BIV. So red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet, and that's the color mm-hmm. order of the rainbow. And there's no pink in the color order uh, of the you know ROY G BIV acronym. So I thought that would be a fun way where she goes up against the rainbow. And you know, fights for her right for pink. But then, you know, in the end, she's also, you know, more listening to to the rainbow and 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 open opens her heart to hearing, you know, his side of why these other colors are important, you know. And in in the end, you know, she loves all the colors. So it's you know, it's you know, again, it's a it's an educational story about real the colors the colors of the rainbow, um, and um, the importance of being open. You know, again. To um, other colors, even though you have your favorites, so I thought that was kind of mm-hmm. a fun twist, and then you know also making it unisex, so there 's other illustrations in the book, so it 's not just a girl slant on the color pink and then for my son Julian, he uh, again living in San Francisco, we have a lot of foggy nights, so you can 't really see the night star sky so i um but put uh, glow in the dark star stickers on his ceiling. And he always loved, you know, the -the glow-in-the-dark star sticker. So I thought, you know, let's write a book about the real stars. So I did a book about constellations uh, to teach him more about um, the different constellations in the sky. And then Jude, my little guy, he always loves the moon and used to comment on how it changed shapes. So I call it Jude's Moon, and his is about the phases of the moon in a fun little story um, about that. And then... I have another one, I Wish, is about my daughter as she got older, her and her best friend, and they would wish that they were a bunch of different things. And, you know, this story is really just about feeling good about who you are, and even though you want to wish you're this or that, and a rock star or princess, mm-hmm. you know, the best thing is to be who you are and that they're friends. So, you know, again, every story has a good learning message, but it's also very whimsically illustrated and, uh, you know, fun to read as well.
1: I know. I remember when I was little, I wished that I was a horse. Ah. I wanted to be a horse. So you know, it's a, kind of amazing what you wish for because now I'm actually yeah. doing a horse on uh, a book on horses. But oh, wow. you have, you actually have um, secrets for success, uh, like cleansing your body and some others. Yeah. Can you can you uh, tell us what some of your secrets
2: for success are? Yeah, so um, I I do it like four times a year, every quarter. I uh, do a cleanse. It's called the Clean Cleanse, and it's a great way to just stop, um, you know, and get all the toxins out of your system. And it's amazing. It's 21 days. It's very hard to do, and sometimes I fail, so (laughs) I'm not always doing it exactly right. 21 days of cleansing. 21 days of cleansing, and it's so you get a shake in the. Yeah, you get a shake in the morning and a shake uh, for lunch and there's no meat, no dairy, no, you know, no wine uh, after 5. <laughs> you know, so you really I'm um, just focusing on really good whole foods and um it's amazing over the course of the 21 days you you do the clarity that comes out. <clears throat> you look younger. You just get so elevated that you can it's like a ninja how you could see uh what's what's out there. <laughs> So, I, you know, I definitely try to do that to just re, kind of reboot my whole body, like my computer, and, you know, get a fresh start and fresh perspective on things. And, you know, I also believe in, um, you know, really just being organized, too. So I always like to have my place where everything has a place, you know, with three kids and three pets, you know, it could get daunting. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, you know, when when you have a good system, too, for all the, you know, little nagging things in your life, you know, like once you get those down and you don't have to worry about, did I put gas in the car and shopping, you know, you can focus on the bigger things. And, you know, mm-hmm. I also eliminate, I eliminate a lot of, I don't binge watch TV, uh, you know, so it does give me more time to write songs, Um and think of my stories, you know, not being distracted or sucked into to the television too much, but I do, do like uh, TV and movies, but, you know, try to limit that amount of time. So, you know, when you do a few little shifts in, in your daily life, it's amazing how many things you can actually do. And even with the kids, it's like I always would say, the, God, the more kids I have, you know, the more I can do. They kind of gave me the energy to, you know, I, yes, I can make them breakfast, get them dressed, get them out the door, and then also, you know, go to my job and and then write books on the side. So it's amazing how, um, you know, just when you focus and then meditation was also a really big part of it, too. You know, every morning I would meditate on how I wanted that day to be. And it's amazing mm-hmm. the more po- positive energy you put out, the you know, it comes back to you. Wow.
1: Well we 're going to take a commercial break right now for those of you just tuning in, we have Nancy Gautitier with us today, and she 's talking about Nancy land's kids, which some are here her kids, some may be your kids, and about the books that she writes with them for them that has meaning in today 's life so don 't go away because when we come back we 're going to be talking about uh A few more things with Nancy, especially I want to ask her about her pets. She's got three children and three pets, and she's still sane. So I want to know about that. Don't go away.
0: Hey, Jenna, have you seen the TV show Wicked
2: Housewives on Cape Cod on Channel 99?
1: OMG, I love that show. It's with Kathleen O'Keefe Canavan.
2: She's an international best-selling author and Lori Boyle, the CEO of Lori Boyle Media. Right. They're hosting a personal development seminar, Retreat for the Soul. It's about your dreams, meditation, healing, and the subconscious mind. Ooh. It sounds fun. And rejuvenating. Let's go. Where do we sign up? Their website, Wicked Housewives on CapeCod.com.
0: Did you know that you can use your own radio show to promote your business and become a celebrity in your area or industry? Do you have a great idea for a radio show or a passion that you would like to share with other like-minded people? The Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod radio and TV host Kathleen O'Keefe Canvas and Lori Boyle will show you how. Go to wickedhousewivesoncapecod.com. on CapeCod.com. Do you have a great story to tell or do you want to write your memoir? Best-selling author Kathleen O'Keefe Canvas and Lori Boyle, CEO of Lori Boyle Media, are the hosts of the Wicked House Lives on Cape Cod TV and radio shows. Join their writers' workshop intensive to get writing and get published. Go to Wicked House on Cape Com.
1: Welcome back to the show, everyone. We are speaking with Nancy Gauthier about her book, Nancy Land Kids. And Nancy is a singer-songwriter. Children's book author who has won multiple awards, and now her books are actually in media. And uh, she inspires children with her See It, Believe It, Achieve It mantra. So, uh, Nancy, tell us about the three pets you have with the three children. And are the three pets, do they each belong to a child?
2: <laughs> well, it's funny. They kind of um, all gravitated towards their favorite, but um, but it's really um, kind of everybody's in on it together. And it's so cute because I have Rosie and Ringo, the two Pomeranians. And then Layla the cat, and it's so amazing how all three of them get along great. So in the morning they're all playing like hide and seek in the plants. They all eat together at the same time, and to see the cat, you know, not like so high up on you know the, her, her perch, she's down on the ground mm-hmm. with the doggies, and uh, it's just such a funny union of of happy pets in Nancy Land. That is, so <laughs> and they, cute. I will Does be Layla writing a book. Layla's she's Layla beautiful look? Layla's a really thin, grey, beautiful cat with green eyes and so she blends nicely into the little plants and stuff outside so she mm-hmm. she has an advantage over them hiding. And then uh Rosie's a gold golden Pomeranian and Ringo, he's super tiny, he's a teacup Pomeranian and he's black and white mm-hmm. with a cool black and white swirl on him. And uh yeah each kid kind of gravitates towards the one that they like to hang out with the best so it's funny they each have like their own pet That's cute so who who gravitates to him Well Jude um he loves Ringo cuz he's tiny Ringo's uh, Rosie or... Uh, Jude's my smallest uh, son, and he likes Ringo, the tiny teacup. And uh, Genevieve's usually with Rosie. And my son Julian loves Layla. He's always bringing Layla, like, and Layla's so patient too. Um, He'll be dressing Layla up, or you know, make putting Layla in the fort. And Layla just, she's just game for anything. So I was really lucky to have such great pets, and they're going to be a subject of my next book, The Adventures of. Rosie and Ringo, and then Layla will make a cameo in that in those books as well when when I get started with those.
1: That's great, because I always said that's kind of a perfect segue into your next question, because I was going to ask you, where are you going with all this? What do you see in store for your future?
2: Well, for the future, I see... Um, Turning Mermaids on Mars into an episode for TV programming, I think it would be great to follow um, the young boy who discovers the mermaids on Mars. To different planets and different waterways uh, meeting new new mermaids uh, around the world and uh, you know new villains that are trying to take the water so I feel like that there's a lot more to that story and a lot more songs that could go with it or turn it into a full feature film which is originally how I um, saw that going um, and then I'm also working on some other books I have a book um, that talks about kids' nightmares and how they can overcome uh, nightmares so they can get their good sleep, and then also the adventures mm-hmm. of Rosie and Ringo. So I'm just going to keep, you know, as my kids grow, there's new stories to be told, and i just going to keep, uh, you know, following them as they, through their ages and stages, and come up with new story ideas, you know, based on them, and uh, know that other kids out there will like it as well. Mm-hmm. And so uh,
1: you, you're the second. The book that you were talking about, the pink book, is Roy G. Biv is mad yeah, at Roy me G. because I love pink. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> I know a lot of. Her be- yeah, he's upset with her because um, he thinks that she needs to experience all the colors of the rainbow, and pink isn't yes. in the rainbow.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Roy G. Uh, G. Biv—that's the an acronym for the the color spectrum in the sky. And um, you know, I, I thought it was funny that pink isn't in the the rainbow, but of course you can make pink uh, mixing, you know, white and red. So it was fun for me to. And people said, "Oh, why are you going to call it that? Who is Roy G. Biv?" A lot of people didn't know who Roy G. Biv um, is, mm-hmm. and so I thought it was a, a funny, a fun way for parents to learn too. Um, that it stands for the, you know, the colors of the rainbow. And so parents get And, to and tell
1: us those colors for those people who are going,
2: Roy G. Biv? Roy G. Biv. So,
1: what, what is that? Yeah. Uh-huh. So
2: R is for red, O is for orange, Y is for yellow, G is for green, B is for blue, I is for indigo, and V is for violet. So and that spells Roy G. Biv.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yes. Perfect. You know, I wouldn't have gotten that yeah. myself. I have to confess. Yes. Yeah. It took a yeah. second. It really did. So it takes a second. Your, but yeah, it yeah. took a second. But how clever! I love it.
2: Um, yeah, and I thought it was going to interfere in the in the in the book, but um, people mm-hmm. really gravitated and was like curious, like who's this Roy? Why is he mad at this girl Genevieve? So it was funny, and then you get you learn that little trick, and then that's kind of a fun mm-hmm. little learning. Yeah.
1: There's a little mind puzzle, and we always love it yeah. when we finally solve that puzzle. So tell us yeah. a little bit about Circus in the Sky.
2: So Circus in the Sky um, is really beautifully watercolored, and it really um, takes you into the night sky. And it's about this little boy, Julian. That's my son's name. He's in a few books. Uh, And he thinks he's the circus, uh, the ringleader of the circus in the sky. So, um, you know, he gets to... See the different shapes of the of the constellations. So we have you know the seven sisters. We have Pegasus. So it, it kind of shows you too what's fun about the book, and it gives you a little key, and it shows you how the stars patterns are, and how you know these shapes were created, and how these stories became uh, the constellations that we know today, like Cassiopeia, and we got. Ursa uh, mm-hmm. Minor and Major, the Big Dipper, uh, you know Draco. So it really takes you through some of the 88 constellations, and in a fun little way. And you could take the book outside too at night and try to find the the star patterns if uh, looking up into the sky. And then um, the other book is Jude's Moon and. Jude always, when he was little, could always point, find the moon, even in the daytime. He's like, there's the moon, I see it, you know, and he, his story, one day he thought it, you know, looked like a banana, so I thought that was funny, because it was a crescent moon at nighttime, and he's, so, you know, that's when I came up with the idea of, you know, talking about the phases of the moon, and, you know, do through fun illustrations to to show how the you know the moon changes shapes and um, you know so it's a cute little story about um, the phases of the moon for my little son Jude so and then um, I wish, yeah Mm -hmm. yeah
1: and then I wish wish.
2: yeah I Mm -hmm. wish is really sweet because Genevieve got a little older and she always talked about her best friend Ariana and how she you know wishes they could be friends forever so that's when I came up with the I wish and it's about you know two girls who find a magic wand and Ariana kind of is the, you know, the one who gets to create all the wishes. And, you know, she wishes, like you were saying, you wish you were a horse. She wished she was a a fish. And then it's very rhythmic. It goes back and forth like a little rhyme. And Genevieve kind of goes, you know, why would you want to, you know, wish you're a fish? You know, then we can never hold hands. So it's kind of a fun way of how she's like, no, you don't want to be a cat or a ladybug, you know. And, you know, you want to be with me here you know, where we could be friends and play. So it's just a sweet little story how they go through all these, you know, fun things, wishing you're this and that and uh, why the best thing is just to wish for who you are and, you know, their dream did come true because they're together as best friends. So it's just a sweet story about, um, you know, just being happy with yourself.
1: So it's amazing. Each of your books do indeed have a holistic approach and educational twist. Well, we're down to our last five minutes, believe it or not. I mean, the time goes so fast because, you know, the books are so interesting and the stories and the way you explain them. You know, I could just sit here for another half an hour and just listen to all these stories. But uh, can you share with us how
2: we can find your books and get in touch
1: with you? Um, Yeah, go
2: ahead. Um, Well, you can visit me on nancylandkids.com, and you can, on the website, it shows you a little snippet of, um, you can peek into each one of the books. Um, so, and it also has an email if you want to email me at nancylandkids.com. And if you want to see the movie trailer, go to mermaidsonmarsthefilm.com, and you could see the trailer of the stop motion animation, which is beautifully done by Athena Studio. And um, also see if it's going to be at a film festival near you. So that's mermaidsonmarsthefilm.com, and for the books, nancylandkids.com. Great.
1: So um, those of you who are listening now, if you would like to share this to your page, uh, your Facebook page or your social media pages, it's going to be on my Facebook page, Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. Like the page and share it to your page, and you can listen to it whenever you want. It's also archived on Blog Talk Radio. But anybody who has ever tried to find those archives (laughs) knows you need a heck of a map to, to find them uh, I want to thank you so much Nancy for being with us here today and sharing all this information with us, we have about 30 seconds left before blog talk is going to cut us off what is uh, an, uh, a thought you would like to leave the audience with today
2: well I just again always think that anything is possible and following your dreams is something that I really feel strongly about even how crazy they could be um, you know, really just focus on uh, following your heart, and when you do what you love, um, you'll love what you do, and, you know, money is no will come ne- after, you know, so it's really just really believing in yourself and your dreams and finding fun ways to empower children through music and, and stories and keeping that alive and limiting their tech time. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's true. Our children are our future. And I love a quote that I read. It says, you need to live the life you want to present to the world, mind, body, and spirit, all illuminated to shine onto others while shining bright inside yourself and your home. And I think that's really important because when we shine brightly, we bring that positive aspect of ourselves into our home and we illuminate our children. And children who are illuminated uh, give more back to the world because they're happy.
2: That's beautiful. Yes. I
1: think, yeah. I think that's so important. So thank you again, Nancy Gutierrez, for being yes. with us on the Kathleen O'Keefe Canada Show. And uh, I hope that you will come on to another radio show that I'm having, uh, that that I'm doing in Seattle. And if all of my listeners go to my Facebook page, Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis, I will have that information there. I'm just starting this new radio show with Kelly Sullivan Walden. You may all know her. So whatever you do, don't miss it. And thank you again, everyone for being here with us today. We're so glad we got to connect with you again. Until next great week. Night. Have a great week.
2: Good night, Nancy. Thank you so much. Have a good day.
0: Thank you for tuning in to the Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis Show. If you would like to comment or have an idea for the show or have a question for Kat or one of our guests, Please visit her on Facebook at Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. This show and previous shows are archived on Blog Talk Radio, accessible from survivingcancerland.com and accessyourinterguide.com. Join us again next Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Until then, have a great week.